Hi, my name's Bonnie. I've been at SBC since the end of 2018 and I am on the youth ministry team, the coffee cup and sometimes on projection or directing or behind the tech desk. Uh, I grew up around Gippsland. I grew up um, just outside of Sale on a farm with my mum and dad and my older brother. We have a really big family, extended family on both sides and we're really connected with all of them. Uh, so a lot of our growing up was really family-centred. Time with cousins, aunties and uncles. Uh, both sets of my grandparents went to church and both my parents grew up in uh, Christian households. My grandmother actually was a deaconess um, at the church where my parents met. And that's how they met was they went to youth group together. Uh, and then it wasn't until later on after youth and they'd kind of grown up a little bit that they got together. Um, but yeah, I think it's so special that even though we weren't necessarily raised in a house where we went to church every week, we can look back and go, there's God in their relationship and God in our families. I went to a really small rural primary school, so there was only 28 of us when I graduated. So heading to high school was a big shock to me because all of a sudden there was 120 people in my year level and you didn't know everyone and you weren't friends with everyone and that was a bit of a culture shock to me. Heading into high school was also a little bit tricky because I went to the Catholic college and so we started doing RE lessons and before heading into high school we really had only gone to church uh, with my grandparents at Christmas and Easter time and a lot of the kids at the Catholic high school had gone to the Catholic primary schools and so they knew all of these like integral Christian stories and we'd be in RE and I remember in year seven our RE teacher being like yeah with Jesus and the donkey and I remember sitting there being like what story about Jesus and what now like that is not just common knowledge and throughout the rest of the high school years I actually really enjoyed RE it wasn't necessarily that I was feeling particularly faithful. I just found the whole subject really interesting. Probably in year 10 or 11, uh, having some good debates with RE teachers. All the sorts of things that you have when you're a teenager and you want to try and understand better uh, who God is and kind of push the boundaries. And I remember sitting there with our RE teacher one day and her saying something that I think is still really important to me now. God is a big enough God that you can question him. He's not going to walk away or fall away from you if you're questioning who he is. Yeah, I think it was it really helped me when I was starting to look into my faith and wrestle with kind of what I thought and what God was saying and what the Bible said. It was really helpful to be like, God, I don't understand. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. Or even in times later in life where I've felt kind of like angry at God um, that it was okay and God's a big enough God that you can be angry at, at him if you want to be or if you need to be that he's not going to kind of cast you away just because you have big feelings two of my cousins and their partners had gifted me a bible for my 18th birthday I remember opening my Bible that they'd given me and feeling really emotional about it. I might have started reading a little bit of Luke 
I didn't finish the whole thing. I read it for a couple of weeks and then it went on the shelf. I was like, yeah, I kind of find this interesting. It's just not for right now. I'll just put it over there and I'll have a think about it another time. Uh, my cousin, Anna, it's my eldest cousin, we got along really well, uh, had a sheet of paper next to her bed of, I think it was seven people or so that she prayed for every day. When she was growing up, it was beside her bed. And then when she got older, it was underneath the visor in her car. And I always had my name on there. Uh, and so I always knew growing up that there was someone praying for me. And she was one of the ones that, that gifted me the Bible, which was really special. So I knew it was coming from a really loving place. When I finished up year 12, I remember waking up on the day of getting my ATAR and opening up the text message and just having a cry for like 15 minutes because it wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be. I think sometimes we have such big expectations. I, yeah, just got an amazing score and yet wasn't happy with it on that day. But I headed off to uni, I got into the course I wanted to do, headed into optometry up at Deakin in Geelong. I did your classic uni life, I think. It's what everybody would think it would be. The partying and the drinking and the staying up too late and sleeping in too long and and got to the point where I was kind of binge drinking or just drinking so I could just be so drunk I didn't know what was happening because that just seemed easier. And I remember spending a lot of time uh, with my cousin Anna because they were in Melbourne, only an hour away. I'd, I'd go up there and I'd talk to her like most weeks and just spend a lot of time chatting and talking about what was happening in my life and she was a really good um, comfort to me. Sometimes she would finish a conversation and just say, oh, can I pray about that for you? And I think having such an open faith about that was just amazing, uh, being able to have a faith to just say, can I pray for you in that? I remember getting to second semester of first year and coming to the exams I remember feeling so sick in my stomach. I was like, I can't. I can't not pass. But I don't know how to not pass. Define myself on being a distinction or a high distinction type of student. Towards the end of my first year of uni, we did a group project and we were put into these groups uh, at random. And one of those was uh, my friend Abby, who ended up being one of my bridesmaids when I got married earlier in the year. Abby was very open in her faith. I remember saying to her one day, how, how do you find in the Bible like what you actually believe in and like what does that mean for you? And I remember her sitting there and saying, well, this is what I believe. So I'm going to try my best to try and follow uh, what, what God says and what the Bible says. But it is a choice to do that. And I found that really comforting. And I think it was probably a week or two later that I just woke up one morning on a Sunday and I messaged her and I said, are you going to church today? She said, yeah. And I said, okay, I'm going to come with you. She was like, oh, uh, <laughs> okay, sure. So on the day that I first went to church with Abby was just before Easter in 2017. And we went to Cedar Hill in Geelong. And they just started that week a series on Romans. What they were talking about, it really hooked me. So I went back the next week and I was like, okay, this is pretty interesting. Their vibe's pretty cool. The people were really nice. 
I ended up going for the entire of the series of Romans. During that time, I joined a small group. It was really like joining a little family and having a little family when I was four and a half hours away from my big family really helped to connect me. Sometimes we'd finish up our small group and I would stay for an extra like half hour and be like, Louis, I have all these questions for you this week. And Louis and Esther would come up with some podcasts or articles or books for me to have a bit more of a read in. And those few months kind of after Easter up until even Christmas, I think, it felt like there was a church life and a uni life. I don't think there was necessarily one moment where I was like, okay, I'm going to make the decision to follow Jesus. So I kind of just slowly kind of drifted away from the uni life and into the church life a bit more. City on a Hill had a anniversary kind of service in Melbourne. And I went with Abby and I went with Anna. I had a few people get up to be baptised and they did a call out and they said, does anybody want to stand up now and say they're ready for Jesus and and come up and be baptised? And I sat there thinking, I could probably get up and do that. But I was a little unsure. Maybe I should have just gotten up that day and said, you know what, I'm just going to get baptised today. But I didn't do that. I didn't get up and say, yep, let's do it. But I did start the plan. So we organised to go down to Eastern Beach in Geelong. So we did it on a Bible study night. Our whole Bible study went down and my mum and one of my aunties came all the way up to watch my baptism and I got baptised and uh, Louis baptised me and Abby was there to help me back up. Afterwards, mum sent me a text message that was so encouraging. It was something on the lines of, I'm really proud that you're following your faith. And that was really special uh, to have that comment come from my mum and kind of solidify that that I was doing the right thing. Um, I decided that I was going to come and do my placement with um, Mathrovision Care, that optometrist over there, and made the decision with them that if there was a place I would continue working on after that. I really started to question whether or not I'd made the right decision in coming back home. Although I was going home to family, it felt a bit scary because I wasn't coming home to church. And I didn't know how to be a Christian at home. A few weeks before I did the big move, we'd come, I'd come home to kind of visit mum and dad and I thought, oh, I'll start some, for lack of a better term, church shopping. And I visited a few churches. Uh, Sale Baps was my second kind of church on my place that I was going to visit. And it was actually the day that Pastor Rob was stepping down and Pastor Brad was stepping up which I think was just a really cool day to be there for. Jackie got me talking in with Lauren and uh, getting me connected with some more young adults and kind of trying to find my place a little bit, which was really helpful. Following that, kind of making those real deeper connections, I did find a little bit tricky to start with, being surrounded by these people who had known each other for a really long time and had these friendships that had been going on for, you know, 10, 15 years. That base level friendship was really easy and I found that really easy, but it was finding 
those deeper connections took a little bit longer. And I think the thing that got me further into kind of those friendship groups and those connections was uh, Lauren and Ebony asked if I wanted to join the youth team. I think there was something about serving together with other people. It kind of gives you that kind of understanding that you both have the heart for the same thing. And it made it a lot easier to try and build those friendships, which was really good. And then once I was in the youth team, it felt like I had a place that I wasn't just a visitor as such, which was really nice. Even now, being in the place where I am with God and and continuing to build on my relationship with Jesus, I still sometimes struggle with finding my worth more in how well I'm doing and it's still something that that I find really tricky and being able to lean back on on Jesus and go oh my goodness it's too much I continue to find the strength in him to be able to go okay actually I can do this and I don't have it all together and I don't know what I'm doing but he has a plan and even though I might not always see it I can can trust that that he has a plan and and I can have comfort in that and I think looking back at teenage me that I guess that's all I really wanted to know it that there was a plan and and that I could trust that it was all going to be okay and then my life felt chaotic and crazy and unstable and then I met Jesus who gave me this place that was constant and somebody who was always the same and who would love me regardless of who I was and what I was doing There is a passage that I have really held close to my heart and it's Luke 1.45 where it says, Blessed is she who has believed that he would fulfill the promises he's made to her. It continues to be comforting to me that that God has made lots of promises and he will fulfill those promises and, and kind of live my life like they're true because they are. And that's really comforting. When I look to the future, I think a lot of what I'm looking forward to um, is standing with Sam by my side, uh, going into our marriage and getting to build those foundations for what we want our marriage to look like and what we want our family to look like going forward and knowing that God has blessed us in so many ways already, uh, that there must be an abundant amount of blessings to come. If there was one thing that I could have kind of highlighted and or that really made an impact for me uh, was the consistency of prayer. Having Anna pray for me and, and knowing that I was being prayed for. I think it wasn't just being prayed for. I think that's really powerful. But I also think knowing that there was someone who was consistently praying for me. Now, knowing that she was praying for me all of that time was so special and I just wonder what would have happened if she wasn't praying 